This is a Dragon Blazer production. Everybody and welcome, boys. I am your host Kizaya, and we have my co-host Stefan. <laughs> host Stefan. <laughs> so exciting to be like back at it again, and like you guys don't know this, but for the longest time, like the last two episodes that we did, the Johnny Gosh case, the Chris Watts case, um, the last unsolved mysteries case that we did, we were in two separate locations. And we've finally gotten back to a situation where we could be in the same location when we're recording, and I am excited. Are you excited? Woohoo! Get to make fun of me in person. That's right. <laughs> it's just not the same when it's over the uh, internet. The Zoom calls. <laughs> no. I like to look in your eyes when I disappoint you. You like to look in my eyes when you're making jokes about dead children. You're the one that brings up the children over and over again. <laughs> not my fault. I think they're sweet, sad, sad cases. If it makes you feel any better, the next case we're going to cover is teenage dead. Like, after this one is like a dead teenager, not a child. So, you know, that's a little better than dead child, right? Uh, no, my kids are teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> it's worse. I'm sorry. I'm not no, sorry. No, it's not worse. But it's not great. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, but it's fine. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we are here today, drinking some wine, talking some shit about an unsolved mysteries case today. And I'm not going to lie, I've got like three theories about this one. I, I don't know how many you have, but I've got like quite a few, and I'm very excited to talk about them. I am excited as well. Yes. So, do you want to begin? Let's begin. Let's go. Okay. So, the case that we're going to be covering is called A Death in Olso, or Oslo, something like that. I thought it was Orlo. No, it's like Olso or something like that. Oslo? It's like something like that. Something crazy. Um, but, it's about a woman who died and... We what? don't know. We wait a minute. <laughs> I know an unsolved mysteries case about a dead woman. I know. I'm sure. What are too. the odds? <laughs> what are the odds? Craziness, craziness here, ladies and gents. But it's about a lady that died, and she has zero identity, which is actually kind of crazy because you know when we cover our cases, we like to talk a lot about the identity and the families and things, and there's none of that in this case. So that's going to be super fun and super interesting. So the other thing that we need to pay attention to in this case is the fact that this chick, so she's a little weird. I'm going to talk about some things that they talk about in the case up front, and we'll talk about why that's weird. 
And then, like, there are other things I'll leave because we have explanations about it later. But um, the first thing I want to talk about is that this woman did not bring any clothes for her waist down. No pants! No pants. No pants, man. And I am a strong advocate for no pants, but I don't know if I would go to a whole other city that I did not live in with no pants. Zero pants, man. Like, stockings, and that's it. Like, I'm sorry, that's just not <laughs> enough. And that's why one of my theories um, is what it is. Um, but I think there were a couple of... The- the- there's a couple of other theories that I had, and I'm sure you have theories as well. Um, I'm sure one of them is ghosts, because it always fucking is. No, it's Bigfoot this time. <laughs> it's Bigfoot this time. Shook. Bigfoot? Wow. We need to do a case on Bigfoot. You guys want to hear a case on Bigfoot? I want to do a case on Bigfoot. <laughs> Maybe in the future. Um, so, when we start out, the, when they open this episode, they talk about the fact that an unidentified woman was found dead in a hotel room in what was called, um, oh, um, I, I'm trying to think, trying to find it. It was like a Plaza Hotel. The Plaza Hotel. Most simple name, you can't think of it. Well, I can't remember if that's like if that was actually the name, because I think I wrote down everything but the name of the hotel, because I'm dumb. They said so, Plaza Hotel. It probably was a Plaza Hotel. I, I might be stupid. It was a luxurious there. Plaza it Hotel. It was a five-star hotel, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Like, you have to have all kinds of things when you walk through the door to, like, get into this place. And she didn't have to have any of those things, which is why this case is so weird. But, on Wednesday evening, she checks in. This is on May 31st in 1995. She checks into this hotel. And we're getting a lot of this information, most of this information. Like, I would say, what, 85% of this information from one The whole from one thing dude. was this journalist going through the case. Yes. That he's been working on since it 1996. Happened. Yeah. Um... So, the guy's name is Lars Christian Wegner. Now, I'm going to throw this out there right now, guys. Christensen? Christen, no, 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 there's another guy named Christensen. Um, I'm going to throw this out there, you guys, that these are all Norwegian, Swedish, Belgian, Belgian, all of these names are from foreign countries, and I'm sorry, I don't speak all of these languages. So, if I butcher names or botch them or fuck them up, please don't hate me. And if you hate me, I understand I hate myself, too. But we're going to ignore that. (laughs) I'm going to have to go chippy-chop-chop-chop-chop. So, um, and he worked for, I think it was called the VQ newspaper in, uh, was it Norway? Yeah, Norway. Norwegian. Um, Which is where all of this takes place as well, is in Norway. So three days into her stay, a cashier from the hotel notices that there's no card on file, which is weird. Extremely weird. There's no card on file. There's no ID, right? And this is, like I said, a five-star luxury hotel. You have to have certain shit when you check in. A card, a an ID. Typically, you have to show a passport. She um, got in on her food stamps. Apparently. Um, and, the, like, they typically make you pay at least a portion in advance, like, and she didn't have to do any of these things. None of them. So, that's also very strange. Um, and this is all on Saturday, June 3rd as well. Um, at 7.50 p.m., one of the security guards goes up to the floor that she was on. I can't remember exactly what floor they said. The room that she stayed in was, I think, 2805. Correct. Um, but I doubt that means that she was on... 
the 28th floor. She might have been. You know, I don't know how hotels in Norway work. I wish I did. That would mean <laughs> I'd been there. But <laughs> I do not know. So I, w- I wouldn't mind going to Norway. I would love cool. to go to Norway. I want to, like, literally just go and, like, tour Europe. Like, go to, like, Germany, England. Go to the Holocaust. Yeah. Um, I would want to go to Greece, too. Ireland. Greece Lightning. I'm Greek, buddy. Like, that's not the same thing. <laughs> My it's best a real friend. pussy wagon. <laughs> Fuck you. Such a family musical. One hundred percent. My best friend's Italian, and we've talked about going to Italy once or twice. But you know, it's like against everything in my Greek bones. But you know, we're going to do it anyway. It's fine. Um, I would like can... to go to Germany. Part of my heritage. You mean the, see, see, the you mean the Nazi part, right? So we're yeah, where we did all the <laughs> horrible, unspeakable shit to all <laughs> poor the innocent people. people, poor innocent people. Um. Anyways, back on topic. Um, when they real when the when the security guy goes up to check the door, the do not disturb sign is on the door. Now I don't know about you, but I never put the do not disturb sign up on my door. Ever when I go into hotels or anything, well, unless I, unless there's some kind of fucking going on, then I want the do not disturb sign up on the door. Well, you know, I don't think you've ever gone to a hotel and needed to not be disturbed so you can die. I guess that's a very fair you know, point. That's no, a fair point. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. My bad. My bad. My bad. You're being very insensitive. I am so sorry. Um, ignore my insensitivity. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> so the security guard goes up, knocks on the door. You know little old one-two. And then he hears a gunshot. Now, this is where one of my theories starts to come into play. And I think I'm going to, instead of having a theory section at the end, because I think I'll get lost in the mix, I want to start talking about my first theory now. And like I'll talk about them in the order that they came to me. Right. And if you want to add anything, feel free. Um, and also, I w- I'll just add this really fast. There's a gap about 15 minutes right after the gunshot. Where the guard, where the door is not guarded. So if there was somebody in there with her, they could have taken off and left. But I don't think that the guard saw anybody when he was going down in the elevator or anything like that, or anybody saw anything, anybody like exit covered in blood or anything. Right. So I, I doubt somebody exited the room. But that's just me. At this time is when I started. They they had mentioned, I think, very briefly that she hadn't brought pants with her. That all of the tags were cut out of her clothes. Um, there were some other things that she had a suitcase that just had bullets in it, and she had a gun. Now, when I first heard some of these things, I, in my mind, this brought back a lot of memories of the Johnny Gosh case. I don't know what you remember about the Johnny Gosh case and human trafficking. But that's exactly what spoke to me here, was human trafficking, right? And all of these things are alleged. I don't have any suspects, obviously, because in order for me to have suspects, we would have to have the name of this woman or anything. So I'm just, you know, yeah, throwing, throwing this out there. I don't know who there. she is. Um, but when we were talking about the Johnny Gosh case, we talked about some of the things that they do. Because when they went back through and, like, tried to show this woman to people, which we'll talk about later, nobody recognized her, Right. So, in my mind, what probably happened is, my first theory is that she's been human trafficked, probably from a young age. They changed her appearance, maybe made her get plastic surgery or something, and she escaped her captors and was hiding, holed up in this hotel room. And the knock on the door, like, maybe they had sent her some kind of message that she needed to come back, or that they knew where she was, or something like that. 
And when they sent her that message, it scared her. And when the security guard knocked on the door, it scared her. She thought she, you know, she had a suitcase full of just bullets, and maybe she thought she was going to be able to take them on. And then when the security guard knocked on the door, she got spooked and just killed herself instead of having to deal with the situation. Which I think makes sense. I, I, I get what you're saying, but, you know, after listening to the rest of the episode, I think you're wrong. Well, I'm just throwing that out there as one of my theories, and I'm throwing it out here now because this is when I started to think this. And then I'll, I'll as we get into more of the other things, I'll tell you why my theory switched. Does that make any sense? I do have like three theories, though. I don't know well, what the. I, don't know I, what I thought the the sex trafficking thing made a lot of sense at first, but as we get you go into the uh, further into the episode. I don't feel like it. I have a theory that I like more than the human trafficking theory. I just wanted to throw it out there and see what people thought of it. Because, you know, if people think I'm right, they might, you know, give us some kind of review or something and be like, no, I think she's right. You know, I don't know. But I did want to throw it out there, see what some of our viewers thought, you know? Well, listeners, you guys aren't viewing shit. Just listen (laughs) to my fucking I mean, I will eventually put this on the YouTubes. (laughs) Eventually on the YouTubes. Um... Which, if you guys don't follow him on YouTube, you should. It's, uh, what is it, Dragon Blazer Pro on YouTube or Dragon no, Blazer Productions? No, that's Twitter. Dragon Blazer Productions. On YouTube, and we actually have a whole bunch of our cases up there with, like, pictures and stuff. Um, one of the other things that they mentioned is that the door is double locked. Now, when we're talking about hotels, a double locked door means that only security can enter the room. That's it. No if ands, or buts. It's when you go into your hotel... And you actually turn that that lock that's down by the handle. This is not dead bolting the door. This is turning the lock that's down by the handle. And when you turn the lock that's down by the handle, it actually, like, it sends some kind of, like, message to the computers in the door telling it not to open for anybody. So security's the only one that can get in. At this point, we get introduced to a guy named Auden Christensen... That's where Chris and There he is. And we only hear from him for a couple of minutes, but he does tell us about how the body was found. For example, he said the woman was found on the bed with a gunshot wound to the forehead. The door was double locked and there was no sign of other people. So there was no evidence of a struggle, no evidence of another person. Like, they show evidence photos. There was one set of towels where she had taken a shower. There was one plate of food. There was... Only her clothing. Only her shoes. You know what I mean? Like, there was no evidence that anybody else had been in there with her. Um, however, we find out later that somebody should have been with her. You know, perhaps. Um, perhaps. All the documents say that they are 99% sure that this is a suicide. But there's nothing to identify her. And when we look later on at the register card that she did for her to get into the room, um, we find out that she should have at least needed a passport. Because she was in the country from Belgium, right? Well, that's where she said she was from, was Belgium. Right, right, right. But, like, we know she wasn't from inside of the country, right? We, we, we Correct. The police it, did determine that. And may I interject here? Yes, interject whatever the fuck you want. All right, interjecting whatever the fuck. Um, (laughs) Something that I'm surprised nobody once mentioned this entire time while they were trying to say it was a suicide. No note. 
There, not only is there no note, but this is a woman who literally made sure nobody knew who her identity was. So you're telling me this person wanted to kill themselves and wanted to make damn sure no one knew who she was. I mean, isn't that kind of weird for a suicide? I don't really know. Some people, I've heard of cases before where people don't necessarily want their family to get involved. Or they don't necessarily want their family to be hurt or something like if they're killing themselves because they did something really bad. If that makes any sense. Um, They might not want their family to have any repercussions from what they did. So they might have gotten rid of all identifying factors in themselves for that reason. I don't know. I mean, I I feel like if you're going to commit suicide and it's for something bad you did, normally you apologize in that suicide note. You try to ask for forgiveness, remorse. I mean, yeah, if you're sorry. Oh, so this girl's not sorry? If you're not sorry, why would you apologize in your suicide note? You know, like, I, I, don't, I don't apologize for anything that I'm not sorry for. If I'm not sorry, you're 100% going to know it because I'm never going to tell you I'm sorry. So if this bitch just was not sorry and she did something really fucking horrible, she probably didn't write a note because she didn't want to say sorry. If she's not sorry, why did she kill herself? Maybe she just was sad. But not sorry about it. No. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just saying it's kind of fishy. Kind of sus. Kind of sus. Little sus. I'm I'm, I'm not entirely comfortable with saying this on this case, but I feel like there's just a slight tinge of fuck the police. Just a slight just tinge. Just a slight, just a little... Like, I don't know... Smidgety-widgety of fuck the police, Only and because... And, and I think this is less dirty police and more incompetence. Just bad police work, which we've seen in a number of cases. A number of cases. As a matter of fact, and, and I, I mentioned earlier the next case we're going to cover, fucking terrible police work. Like, why do people suck ass at doing their jobs? Especially when you're a fucking cop, dude. Like, you have to be good at your shit when you're an investigator. I'm sorry. And if you're not, you shouldn't fucking have that job. I'm sorry. It just seems like these guys were like, it's suicide. Maybe there's a reason that they were like, it's suicide. Well, then that would be much less of a twinge and more of a... Uh, a whole waterfall of fuck, fuck the, the police. police. <laughs> a whole waterfall of fuck the police. Break that dam of fuck the police. <laughs> Sorry, beavers. <laughs> Sorry, beavers. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, guys. Fuck, fuck them beavers, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. It, it just seems like the, the police... And maybe it was just because it was 1995... They did mention that they didn't have all the resources that, you know, especially that town was just not very prepared for this. But the farther you go in there, and most of this investigative work was all done by a journalist. And well, not- like, let's also talk about the fact that, like, what if this was just a suicide? Like, we do have plenty of reason to believe that it wasn't. I will give you that. But what if it was just a suicide? And what if this girl genuinely, like, had a really fucking sad life? Like, what if her family didn't love her? She ran away because she was abused? Or 
worse, like sexually assaulted in some way in her home, and she ran away. And she lived on the streets for a couple of years, but she had clothes because, you know, she had bags, clearly. And, you know, she was able to put together enough money to stay in this really nice hotel for the last couple of days of her life, and she ended it. No, she didn't. She never paid for it. I mean, fair enough. But, like, you get what I'm saying. Like, she she got herself into a situation, and she went and stayed in a nice hotel, and she ended it, and she just really was a nobody. And I, I, that's, I, I'm not trying to sound insensitive when I say that, because she obviously wasn't a nobody. She is important as a person. But... You get what I'm saying, like in, I in get the what con- you're trying in, to in say, the, but I the, think in the context of the situation. And like I said, that's not my top theory. My top theory is something completely different, but it is a theory that's possible. I think. I think based on later evidence, I think that there is only a point five percent. It went from ninety nine point one or ninety nine point nine percent chance of suicide to I think it's ninety nine point nine percent. It's not. Okay, I, fair, I think fair, fair. based based on the evidence we learn later, there's hundred percent no chance this is a suicide. He's not wrong, guys. It, it really what the more information that you get on this case, the more it seems like the police were just being lazy and were like, "Oh, she's holding the gun. She must have done it herself, right, fellas?" Like <laughs> that's kind of how this feels. But well, at the same time. <laughs> Well, that gun's in her hand. Uh, don't look any further. <laughs> Nothing to see here, people. Let's get Nothing along. Nothing to see here, folks. Let's, it's uh, a suicide. 100%. Which I, Although I, I, I will say we're in Norway, and I feel a lot better talking about, like, you know, shit that goes down in Norway because, they, you know, I've never met a Norwegian person that doesn't like, you know, people like me or a Belgian person or German people typically don't have an issue either. Well, you know, like, now I, I feel okay. I'm okay defending a German person. That's the spirit. I'm, I'm okay defending a Nazi, apparently. We're not all bad. We're not all bad. Those Jews, they killed Jesus. We're good. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you can't say that shit on our podcast. We're going to lose all our Jewish viewers. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. Nazis are terrible. <laughs> Nazis are. I just want to just take a stand. Um, <laughs> I, I know we're, that we're going to pull the same thing that we pulled I, with I've the KKK. Said, fuck the KKK. I will also. <laughs> we're also saying fuck the Nazis. Despite being right? a German, actually, even majorly because I'm a German. Fuck those Nazis. Fuck the Nazis. Fuck them Nazis, bruh. <laughs> if we have any Nazi listeners, we're not sorry. Get the fuck off. <laughs> That's right. No Nazis. <laughs> no, no Nazis and no KKK members. I'm sure we'll come up with more shit later, but those two right now. This is Nazi your podcast. <laughs> that didn't work out as well. I'm so though, glad so. that you did that. Yeah, so, not, it, it's, it was so bad, but like, you I'm know, not, the yeah. idea was funny, so I laughed at it. Yeah, yeah, I knew what I was trying to go with. You knew what you were trying to say. <laughs> anyway, so this woman had zero identifying things, not even a passport. We did determine that this woman is not from Norway. So it's not like she just came from another city in Norway and was like, huh, I'm going to hang here for a couple of days. No. This bitch was from somewhere else completely. See, she spoke German. So a lot of people say she's German. Um, but yeah, she didn't even... no one's bilingual. I'm going to throw something at you. And like all... Like, I could throw your Xbox controller. Is that what you want? That is not cool. <laughs> that is not cool at all. Okay, then, um, shut the fuck up. Thank you, sir. <laughs> 
Um, so she didn't even have a passport, which is odd, seeing as she probably came from another country. Um, all of the labels on her clothes were cut off. I think I mentioned that earlier, and when I mentioned it, it had to do with human trafficking, but we find another reason for it later. She had no pants, ladies and gents, and I am an advocate for not wearing pants. Yeah, and I don't understand the no pants situation. I don't. I don't see any, I mean, Like, it's not even like they said she brought all dresses. They said nothing for the waist down. They said she had, like, trench coats and, like, sweaters, but nothing for the waist down. So, but she was wearing, uh, like, a skirt uh, when she died. So, literally, she only had the skirt. And quite frankly, that takes away your sex trafficking. Because, in my opinion, if you're a prostitute or in, in sex trafficking... You have different outfits. No. Well, maybe not such trafficking. Not really. Like, but maybe, why do maybe, you have different outfits for the, okay, being the tops? A, being a prostitute, I'm not conflating the two, but being a prostitute, you kind of want to wear costumes and stuff. Like, dancers wear outfits, and, and they wear different outfits to attract different types of attention. And I'm not conflating the two. They are absolutely not the same thing. They're nowhere even close. But prostitutes wear outfits for similar reasons. When you're being sex trafficked, they don't fucking care what you wear. They do not fucking care. And the reason they do not fucking care is because it doesn't matter. They already have clients that want to do whatever the fuck they're going to allow them to do to you. They already have those clients. They do not need to put you in outfits to try to gain clients. Okay, fair. I'm, I guess I'm, I'm thinking of the wrong uh, You're thinking situation. of prostitution, not sex trafficking. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But then, that, that asks the, then the other question is, why does she have different tops? I mean, that could just be because they get dirty. And not that sex traffickers care if you're dirty, but when we're talking about the level of sex trafficking that this would have been on. Because let us let me put this into perspective for you guys really quick. The hotel that she was staying at, one of the guys literally says, the guy that did the investigation literally says that the hotel was for kings and queens, millionaires and movie stars. So if we're talking that level of money in sex trafficking... They are not going to want dirty women. They are not going to want women. Which that are means fucking she mean. should have a change of pants. No, and not have well, the same I mean, outfit. the skirt. The skirt could have been to make it all look cleaner. If that makes any sense, like she's not wearing any pants. They didn't say anything about any panties. She might have had them, but you know they didn't say anything about it. So, like, maybe the skirt was just to cover everything up, but it was easy access. If that makes any sense, so it was quick. Oh, it that was unfortunately smooth. makes all the mis- all the sense. Yeah. I'm a smart cookie, aren't I? You're still wrong, because I don't think this is sex trafficking. I mean, I don't think it's sex trafficking. Like, it's not my top theory, but I am going to going to defend that theory, because I think it is a viable theory. Was. Because a lot of, because a lot of the things, so the other theory that we have, they mentioned towards the end of the episode, that this could have been a professional intelligence endeavor. Like, um, spy work, right? A lot of the things that they use in spy work are a lot of the things that they use in sex trafficking. Why? Because they don't want anybody to know who you fucking are. They don't want anybody to know, like, your life. They don't want anybody to know your identity. They don't want anybody to know that shit. So, a lot of the things are very similar. It's just as common in sex trafficking to cut off the tags of, you know, your person's clothes as it is in intelligence agencies. Why? Because somebody bought those clothes. Most so, likely your trafficker. And if your trafficker bought those clothes, then if they find that tag, that transact, that that could potentially be linked back to the person that trafficked you. It could be a potential way for that trafficker to get caught. A lot of the things overlap. That's the only reason I'm defending this theory. See, I, and, and I get that. 
But I, I, I think, I think that guy had me convinced that she was secret agent woman, secret <laughs> agent woman. <laughs> they given her a number and take away her name. I am very sorry that you guys had to go through that. Very sorry. I legit considered pausing the <laughs> podcast and inserting the actual song in there, but, but I decided you the, singing it was a yeah, better idea. Absolutely. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Less chance of copyright situations. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> um, oh, excuse me, guys. I've been working a lot of hours, and it's I may still put me. it in. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, if I yawn during this podcast, I'm very sorry. I've been working a lot of hours. I worked a double yesterday, and then I worked again today. And I have to get up at 8 a.m. tomorrow, and so I'm just working a lot of hours. I'm very tired, but I'm here for you guys anyway because I love you so much. Yay! Um, okay, can we get back to the fucking point Yes, of this? let's talk about murder. Okay, thank you, sir, for giving me the fucking okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, she got into her room with no ID or credit card. Now, a credit card I can kind of understand because if she was being sex trafficked or she was some kind of secret agent, then she might have been able to get away with a credit card because if she was a sex trafficker, they probably use that hotel frequently. Or if she was being sex trafficked, her trafficker probably used that hotel frequently, right? So they probably knew them pretty well and knew they were going to pay towards the end, right? And if she was a secret agent, again, they probably used that hotel frequently or that agency did. And they probably just called that hotel and was like, hey, we have an agent coming in. You're not going to know her name, but she'll give you something to tell you that she's with us. You don't need an ID. You don't need a credit card. You don't need anything. Just give her her room, right? I'd like to talk to the person that let her through. Because the, the the hotel that person probably got fired, good sir. There's no talking to that person. I mean, and p- plus they're probably dead. Well, I guess ninety five wasn't that long ago. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be saying these things. That's rude. I'm getting the I'm getting the death the death glare, guys. If you think about it, twenty ninety five is is farther back than I am years old. Yes, I'm aware of your age. Okay. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that out there. Make a point. 21. Uh-huh. So, that's like what? If I was born in 99, that's four years before I was born, so that's 25 They years said ago? it's 25 years ago. Yeah. 25 years ago. Yeah, well, you know. But it'll be 26 years ago. It's 26 years ago now because I'm about to turn 22, so it's 26 years ago now. Oh, God. What? Anyways. <laughs> Um, she gets in with no ID or credit card. Anyways, my point is, is somebody had to did done the transaction when she, which they, I guess they did kind of talk about it because they claimed that there was a guy with her. Um, a Lewis. Well, let's get to her name. The name, let's get to her registration card and then we'll talk about all that shit. Okay. So the one thing that they say that they had was a registration card, and it had apparently her name on it, her birth date, her address, and her phone number. Um, which, funny story, this chick has um, a birthday that's one day after mine, all except for the year. I just thought that was interesting. Um, it's probably a fake birthday, but I've never, like, I don't, I've never met somebody with the same birthday as me, so, like, when I get close, I get excited, Okay. Um, Jennifer Fairgate was the name that she put on the registration card. Is that what we're calling it? Um, she put her birthday as the 28th of August, 1973, and they also had a phone number for her and an address from 
Belgium. But all of that information was false. None of it was real. Correct. So, on the registration card, there was also another name listed. Which is what Stephen was trying to get to earlier. Um, there was supposedly a man with her, and a man's name on the registration card by the name of, what was it, Lewis or Lois Fairgate? Lewis Lois. One of the two. I don't know. These foreign names are really fucking up. Like me. It's fine. <laughs> There's a guy in here. Sorry, foreign listeners. I love our foreign listeners. Like, wait a minute. Hang on. Like, just Unless you're quick. a Nazi. Unless you're a Nazi. Um, there is a guy in here with the last name. What was the last name? I said I loved his last name. Cedric Lagast. 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 I want that last name. Like, I'm sorry. Lagast. That's powerful. <laughs> Fucking powerful, dude. Like, that's not a school teacher's name. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's walking into school. Hi, Mrs. Lagast. No, that's a fucking... What's profession? What, what what are we thinking is a powerful profession? That's a CEO's last name. CEO. CEO Legast. You ever wonder if there's any Nazis that do actually listen? <laughs> like if there's just <laughs> one, like one Nazi and he he's hearing this part right now and he's like, Nine. Nine. <laughs> no. Nine. No. Nine. Or, um, when you told the KKK people to go away, and, like, they're like, well, I thought she was a good nigger, but now I've got to leave. <laughs> I thought she was one of them educated Negroes, and now i got to go. You're um, just getting really... <laughs> I'm not dropping the hard R. I'm just, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a figure oh, it's of okay. speech. It's, it's, it's okay. fine. It's fine. Please don't get mad at me. I'm black. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> Hey, I ain't touching that shit with a ten-foot pole. Please don't. I don't want to have to defend you <laughs> right. when you get canceled. I, yeah. I don't. like. Right. We, don't, we don't even have that many listeners, and there'd be that one person that's like, don't listen to this podcast. Steven's a racist. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I am, I am denouncing all the racists. Thank you. For you. Thank you so much. <laughs> for all uh, of you. I would also like to apologize, guys. We are incredibly goofy because this is the first time that we've been in close contact in, what, like two months? Yeah. So, like, we're extremely goofy. Um, if you hate this episode, tell us and we'll be extremely serious for the rest of our no. lives, I promise. I'm sorry. This is a comedy podcast. <laughs> uh, serious is not what we do here. Oh my god, you know what my friends used to say? Me and my friends used to say when we were talking about being serious in high school? What? Are you cereal and milk? Like, we literally used to say that shit, like, in high school, like, in, in freshman year. I used to say cereal all the time. Are you cereal and milk? Are you, or are you cereal? cereal and salt? Like, it was so funny, like... See, for me, though, it was because of South Park. No. <laughs> As an episode where uh, Al Gore... Keep saying he's like I'm super serial, you guys. Um, we were just losers. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, I'm not because I listen to South Park. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm a loser. It's fine. Like all my friends were losers. We're still You're losers. You're a loser, to, baby. So why don't we kill you? We're <laughs> we're still losers to this day. It's horrendous. Like literally, <laughs> I was hanging out with my friend the other day. We were watching Jennifer's Body, which if you've never watched that movie, it's a have, fucking a shit ago. show. But it's a really, it's a really like fun loser movie to watch. It's like got really sexy Megan Fox, and <laughs> she's got a zombie body, and she's eating people, and I'm here for it. 100%. Yeah, I, I think I did watch that one. Good movie. It's, it's been a while. Movie. You ever looking for a zombie movie with sexy Megan Fox? Go for that one. She's like possessed or something. It's hysterical. <laughs> 
All right, so back to this case. Back to the case. I'm sorry. We keep going off on it's the okay. tangents. It's fine. We're going to like have to edit so much shit out. Or we're not. You no, guys we're are going to have a two-hour... And you guys are going to have this. a two-hour podcast. It's fine. So, um, only things that they could find uh, were the uh, fingerprints from the dead woman. That's the only identifying factors that they had. That's it. They didn't have anything else, just the um, fingerprints. Um... There was supposed to be a Lois Fosgate with her, or Fairgate, Fairgate. I'm like thinking about my high school science teacher, <laughs> send help. Her last name was Fosgate. <laughs> um, but Lois Fairgate was supposed to be with her, right? Um, and there was apparently a man with her at the time of check-in. Allegedly. Allegedly, but there's no proof of it. Because nobody checked the fucking cameras again. Which, once again, is a fuck supposedly situation. I'm sorry, but if you are a fucking cop and you don't even check the goddamn cameras. I mean, to an extent, I guess I get the fact that... I mean, to be fair, it was 1995. Those cameras might not have even been recording. They might have just been to monitor. Fair. However, you still could have checked to make sure they were just monitoring, sir. I've said my piece. I'm done. So for like two quick seconds in time, this turned into a homicide investigation that was being done by the cops. And then immediately after, it turned right back into a suicide investigation. They waited for like over a year, finally buried the body, and then apparently we find out later on in the fucking case destroyed all of the evidence because that's not sus at all. Because it's a suicide it's a suicide, so let's destroy all of the evidence. I don't fucking understand it. I don't like it. And these cops are actually making me upset, and they're foreign cops, so I'm confused. Like, aren't you guys supposed to be better than us because you're not from the United States? Like, I'm all for, like, <laughs> patriotism and proud to be an American, but we talk a lot of shit about American police. Aren't you guys supposed to be better because you're not? Just throwing that out there. So now you're going to piss off American police? <laughs> I've already pissed. We've Which, been saying fuck the police for four episodes For the now. bad police? I love... Don't get me wrong. I'm a, I am a supporter of police, as long as you're a good cop. If you're a bad cop, you can get out of here. But if you're a good cop, I, I 100% support you. And I want you to have all the luck and happiness and safe shifts in the world, but if you're a bad cop, well, I, I don't want to talk about what I want for you. That's like saying to John Wayne Gacy, I only, I like good clowns, but you know, <laughs> but you're a bad clown, so <laughs> I don't like you. I don't like clowns at all. I would never say that to a clown. Oh, you would never tell him you'd like him. I was four years old, or five, I had to be like six, and my grandma got me a clown for my birthday, and I sent the clown away crying, because I started crying and screaming, and like throwing some kind of like fucking PTSD attack that I don't even know where it fucking came from. You know, normal clowns can be creepy as fuck. One look at a clown and off lighting will fuck you up for the rest of your life, and I stand by that. <laughs> Now we're pissing off clowns. <laughs> we're not going to have any viewers. No None. viewers. None. Sorry, We're pissing guys. off the clowns. <laughs> I don't fucking like clowns. 
I don't, Nazis, clowns, I don't KKK fucking like members. clowns. Like, if you're a clown and you watch our podcast, I appreciate you, but know that I don't fucking like you. I, I, I love you, but I don't fucking like you. Yeah, there's a clown going, honk, honk, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> no. <laughs> what a fucking bitch. Honk, honk. It's fine. <laughs> He's like... He's like putting on his shoes, his big old clown fucker shoes. Like, I'm gonna go give this bitch a piece of my mind. Just work a day in my shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. He's gonna angrily shoot water from his little flower. He he could be like the Joker and have some toxic gas. Some acid. You're gonna get acid. Joker venom. By an angry clown. I hope not. Can he just, like, blow weed smoke out of that flower? That'd be great. I'm here for that. Yeah, I'm not sure that's what these angry clowns are going to do. If you're a clown and you're going to spray me in the face with, like, a flower full of weed smoke, I like you. It's fine. (laughs) Just imagine you got murdered by Bubbles the Clown. (laughs) Isn't that, like, an actual dude? Like, I want to do a case on that guy. He, like, people used to hire him to... Or, or Mr. Wrinkles, is that his name? I can't remember his name, but like, sure. he was an actual clown that parents would hire when their kids acted up to like stalk them and like watch <laughs> them and shit. Like, look at them through their windows and shit. If you guys want an episode on that, please tell me because I want to do one. <laughs> Let's get back on topic. Jesus, Stephen, fucking distracting me over here. <laughs> In 1966, the case was closed. All the evidence was destroyed and she was buried. No funeral, just a burial, because there was Just like the evidence. Could you fucking nod? Thank you. (laughs) Um, If you guys can't tell, by the way, if my voice sounds weird, I'm horrendously sorry. If my laugh is weird, I'm horrendously sorry. You guys have been hearing my voice for, like, months now. And I have laryngitis, horrendously bad, because at one of my jobs, I, I stand around and talk over music and have to, like, yell very loudly. Um, to get my point across. So, I have laryngitis. I apologize if I sound like shit. Like I'm gargling fucking glass over here. It's fine. Um, we're talking about now the, um, the, the village that she claims that she's from in Belgium. I'm gonna fuck up this name too. Fucking warning. Trigger warning. Ver, ver, Verlaine. 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 Verline. Verline. I, I don't fucking know. It's in Belgium. In Belgium? A very small village. Very teeny tiny village. Um, that she claimed to be from. Now this is where fucking the man comes in. Cedric Legast. Legast. He doesn't give us Your that much. Your new lover. He doesn't give us that much information. But like, you know, Legast is such a powerful name. I like him. He was worth the episode just to hear his last name. 100%. Legast. I, I literally told Stephen we're sitting here watching Unsolved Comedies, eating fucking pizza and drinking wine. Unsolved Mysteries. Unsolved Mysteries. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just get so used to saying our podcast theme. We're sitting here watching Unsolved Mysteries, watching pizza and eating wine. I was like, I want to marry that man just for that fucking last name. Let me tell you. It's, it sounds like, oh, the gasp. <gasps> <laughs> it's like Beauty and the Beast or something. Gaston, le gasp. <laughs> fucking, I, I, I'm done. Like, you're, you're done. Um. <laughs> no one can talk like le Gaston or nothing like Gaston. 100%. That's my favorite song in Beauty and the Beast, by the way, and if you disagree, you're fucking wrong. 
It's great. The villain songs are always best. I love Scar's uh, Be Prepared song, too. Fuck Scar, dude. Fuck Scar. He killed his fucking brother and abandoned his nephew. Fuck Scar. His parents named him Scar. That's not my... I mean, what were you expecting? That's not my fucking problem. Fuck Scar. And if you disagree, you're wrong. If you like Scar... He's like, I'm going to name you... Mufasa. Mufasa. Which means king in Swahili. But I'm going to name your bitch ass Scar. Maybe because he was a bitch ass. Oh yeah, they knew that when he was born. I just know this baby lion is going to be a bitch ass. Call him Scar. (laughs) He is a bitch ass, so it doesn't matter. Just think about it. Have you ever thought that maybe he became a bitch ass because his name was fucking Scar? While his brother's name is fucking King. Because he was meant to be king, and if you disagree, you're wrong. Oh, yes, because he's the oldest, he gets to be king. That's how that works! That's exactly how that works. Do you not know how fucking matriarchs work? And that's why he fucking murdered his brother. Fuck Because he doesn't like the, the, the patriarchy. That's that's not the same thing at all. Whatever. The patriarchy is about, like... Whatever, I, maybe you used the wrong word. He didn't I'm like just, that. He didn't like that bullshit. <laughs> I'm just gonna ignore Stephen's stupidity for a minute, guys, and we're gonna continue. Cedric Legas. Legas. So he is from. Um, uh, I believe it's a newspaper or publication of some kind. Of he was another. He's another journalist. Um, so no one in that town ever, had ever heard of her. He walked around with this journalist from Norway, and they showed everybody from people who just lived there to people who were... The mayor. Like they the talked to the male. fucking mayor. The male. The mayor. The male. Um, the male. I just <laughs> described them all as the male. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the male talking here. I told here. you I'm tired, and you allowed me to have wine, so if I misspeak, it's your fault. You brought your own fucking wine. <laughs> That's absolutely right, I did. <laughs> you allowed me to have wine, because you are a dictator, and only a, and have full choice of what I do with my body. You Ooh. are German, so being a dictator's in your veins, right? Hitler and all that shit. <laughs> Nine! Nine! <laughs> We're trying to, you know, change your image, okay? That's fine. I'm just going to sit here and drink my strawberry wine and think about how you are 100%. You have dictator blood in your bones. My family <laughs> left Germany. They left Germany because they didn't like that dick. I know. My, I, I, I know. My ex is your cousin. I'm fully aware of that. I, I have heard all of the stories from not only... My ex, but his sister, who is also your cousin. I know the stories. I'm aware they're my cousins. I know they're your cousins. I'm just saying. I'm just telling you, I've already heard the stories. Thank you for telling me. Well, we are very much not Nazis. No shit. We left because we did not like the Nazis. We were not fans. We didn't like them. We were like, I don't think I like what this Hitler dude's doing. He just doesn't <laughs> he seem just, to be on the up and up. He's talking about these Jewish people like, uh, like, uh, he wants to do something to him, and I'm not here for it. I'm not. I'm like, what? Jews are fine. They're Jewish people. They're cool. Jewish people. 
They're, they're people of the Jewish descent. These people are going to never watch our podcast again after this. It's they normally don't, anyways. <laughs> I apologize. I'm going to drink my wine and just talk about Continue. Continue. Um, Kenobi and that town knew her. Not even the mayor. And then when we say this is a tiny village... Like, they showed us. They were able to walk from, like, one side of the village to the other side of the village. And just so you know, we do have what is technically considered a village in the state of Ohio. We have a town called Lexington, and it is technically considered a village. And I only I don't, I don't, only know that piece of information because my ex graduated from there, and he constantly said that he graduated from a village, and it was, like, a big deal for him. So when we say village, we mean, like, a couple of blocks, maybe. It, like, yeah. Lexington's not very big. It's very small. Like it's a village because it doesn't even have a dollar store. That's so true, dude. Like, technically, the one dollar store that's there is part of Mansfield, so it's not the same thing. Well, you know. But, um, well, yeah, so we know what a village looks like. They're very small. You can literally walk from one side to the other. I can't believe you're confirming that we're aware what a village is. He's about to get hit with something, guys. I don't know what yet, but it's coming. <sighs> Continue. Continue. Villages, what I'm saying is villages are very small. You can, the one that I have experience with, you can walk from one end of it to the other end of it in, like, what? 15 minutes, maybe? I've never tried walking through Lexington. Well, I'm talking if you're walking from Bucks, where you go for trivia, all the way up to, um, what, like, just past the Seven <laughs> Eleven. It's like, take what, 15, 20 minutes? doesn't take very long. Very small town. It's a small town. So, when you are in a small town like that, everybody knows everybody. And they asked everybody in that town, and not one fucking person could recognize this composite sketch of her. Which confirms what I'm thinking. Which is human trafficking from a young age, taken very young. Probably got her some plastic surgery. Maybe she was in child sex trafficking, and as she got older, they made her get plastic surgery. Or something along that lines. Cut her hair, dyed it, and constantly made her diet so that she did not look like herself. So that she could continue to do that job and nobody would ever recognize her if something happened to her. Or, same thing, but secret Asian man. I'm really getting disgusted with that. Thank you for continuing. It's fine. And I... I Continue. Um, she was not from the village, which was confirmed, because the address she gave was actually a fake address. Not even, it didn't go past 100, and what was it, 180 or 102, or something like that, 120, something like that, like it had a 2 in it. And 98 was as far as that street went. Yeah. Um, there was also the point that the police made that she had a very strange grip on the gun. Now, if you've never held a gun... You typically will hold it, and I'm sure you've seen it in action movies and things, but you typically hold it with your thumb on the back of the grip and your four fingers pointing forward until you're ready to shoot, in which case you move your middle finger down to the trigger. This woman, when she shot herself, apparently, because it was a suicide, guys, um, she had her thumb on the trigger, so she would have been holding her gun like this. Yes, they can totally see that. I'm showing Steven for context. I'm aware of how like, she held like the gun. Like that, like like that, right? Yeah. She held the gun with her thumb on the trigger, uh, pointing directly to her head, and according to, 
apparently she was lying down. Yeah. And then she did it. I don't think she did. I'm not saying she did. I'm just saying that this is the story that they're giving us. Yeah. So, um, Geyer Scavage. <laughs> I feel really guilty butchering all of these names. Now I understand what people think when they see my name written down on paper for the first time. I understand. He was a crime scene investigator, um, I believe, in Norway. And he said that, and we also, oh, this other guy too. I'm going to fuck this all the way to shit, by the way. Torlevi Ole Requinum. Requinum? Rocknum? Not sure. Rockrium? Rock. If you guys are Norwegian and you know how to pronounce these names, please tell me. Leave a review or a comment somewhere and tell me. So that I can not fuck up this name ever again if we have to do an update. Um, that second guy, I'm not going to say his fucking name again, I refuse to. Was the chief, chief pathologist at Oslo... University Hospital. And Per M. Iverson was the investigator of the um, National Crime Scene or Crime Investigation something. Um, and he said that there was no blood on the weapon or the hands. Yes. Which is a little strange. A little suspicious. So when, when you're holding your gun like this, the splatter goes not only from the back of your head but from the front as well. Because you're going into your brain. Yes. So there should have been splatter patterns on her hand and the gun as well. There was none. Yeah. None that's why... That's, like, probably the biggest evidence that makes me say that this is not a suicide. Now, the other thing that, uh... Oh, shit. Apparently it's getting bad. Fuck, man. Um... Apparently the investigator that covered this case that we keep talking about, the one guy talking throughout this entire thing, um, made a timeline of times that she entered the room. One was Wednesday at 10.44 p.m. That would have been when she checked in. The next was Thursday at 12.21 a.m. So at 12.21 a.m. she would have probably been gone for, like, what? She probably could have, like, come in, set all of her shit down. That typically takes about 30 minutes, at least for me, to get all my stuff put away and hung up and everything. And then... She might have left the room, gone to get some water or some ice or something, and then come back. She re-enters the room at 1221. Then, we don't see her doing anything until 834 a.m., which is when she enters the room again on Thursday. Now, the thing is, is that you get a, you get a time stamp when she enters the room, but not when she exits. 1 p.m. on Thursday, then the maids go in to, like, clean and, sit and shit, Room's completely empty. And it doesn't get re-entered until 8.50 on Friday morning. Hmm. And then it gets opened again at 11.03 on Friday morning, and then not again until the security guards enter the room with police. Sounds like she was doing some secret agenting. Sure. Okay. Um... (laughs) I'm, I, I hate these. I'm, I'm, I love these names. They're very nice. But I hate them because I keep fucking them up. Ola Kaldager, who was the group leader in the intelligence service in Norway, one of the intelligence services in Norway, 
said that it is extremely unlikely that this is a suicide. And it, it appears to be a very well done execution by another intelligence agency. And he says that because all of the evidence was removed. Like, all of the evidence was removed. There was nothing. Um, apparently, it's also normal. We talked about this earlier. It's normal in the intel service to, um, intelligence service, to remove your tags from clothing for the same reason it's common for that to be done in human sex trafficking because that tag could be traced to a purchase, which could be traced to a card, which could be traced back to you or the human trafficker. Right. Um... You, if you're a secret agent, and the human trafficker, if they're a human trafficker. Also, being absent from the hotel, apparently in the intel service, would not be uncommon. Because they typically have a second place to go if they notice something's up with their current arrangements. Um, and also, a professional intel team would have been able to go through the double-locked door. It wouldn't have been a problem for them. They do that shit all the time, according to this guy. All the times. All the time. He also says that all the intel, uh, all the evidence was removed, and if this was a professional, intelligent thing, both sides would have been extremely quiet, and the side that she worked for, the country that she worked for, would have actually taken care of the family for the rest of their lives so that they didn't say anything. Now, let's get into this theory that you I have. called her a hero. Currently. Yes, they would have called her a hero. Um, now, let's get into the theory that I have in regards to this in particular. Oh. Um, the theory that I have with this in particular is that she went... So there's a lot of conflicting evidence about when she was born. She claims to have been born in 73. One of the methods that they used to say that she was born in... Like, one of the methods that they used to age her said that she would have been born between 70 and 72... But I'm more inclined to believe the medical examiner because your bones look different depending on the age you're at. And he said that she was more close to 30 than she was 25. Yeah, but then they did the teeth one. Well, yeah, but that's why I said I'm more inclined to believe the medical examiner personally. Only because I haven't heard of and do not understand very much of the technique that they use to date her like, officially. So I'm more inclined to believe the medical examiner because, like, certain things change as you get older. Like, your hips set out more wide, um, especially for a woman. Things like that, especially if she had any children. I'm more inclined to believe that she was closer to 30. Maybe that's because I'm biased and she... You want her to be for your theory. Exactly. Um, so my theory is, is that she was, apparently, a lot of people say that she spoke German and had an Eastern German accent. Now, one of the things that was really big in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, if you do not know, was the Berlin Wall. And this wall, there was a movie made about it years ago. If you didn't have the correct clearance to get through, and you tried to get through, your ass was getting shot. Or shot, fucked shot, up. Shot, or, shot, 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 shot. Thank you for that. Um... Or arrested, or something like that. So I'm wondering if maybe this young girl lived in an area where it was extremely easy, because if she started doing this at the age of 18, the Berlin Wall would have been in full swing. It would have been extremely difficult to get through. As a matter of fact, there is a video game based on um, Berlin, East and West Berlin. And, um, like, in the gaming community, it's called Papers, Please, and it tells 
how difficult it was at the time. Like, it, it kind of helps to show the different documents that you needed and how difficult and how quickly things changed, how difficult it was to be able to get to, like, one side to the other or in and out. Um, and if this girl started doing this shit very early on, like, let's say at the age of 18, like, let's say that she was really 30 when she died, and she started this shit at the age of 18, she could have lived in, a, in an area of Germany where it was extremely easy to get authorization to pass through the Berlin Wall and been some kind of, like, an intelligence or information mule where she literally just carried information back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and that could have been her introduction into the, um, like, intelligence agency world where she was actually doing spy work. Right. I think that makes a lot of sense. What do you I think I, 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 I can see your theory, and it kind of fits with the whole secret agent theory. And th- by mean, the way, that is the theory. I, that's my favorite theory. That's the one I'm supporting 110%. I'll support the other two, but this one is my favorite. Well, I, I don't think it's sex trafficking. One, I don't know... If it was sex trafficking, it would probably lean more towards suicide, because I don't think you really want to kill your product. I mean, I mean, it, I mean if it's, it's, a lot of them don't care because it's so easy, to, it's so easy for them to pick up another one. And not only that, but human trafficking really wasn't understood that well in '95. Well, because like, have you ever? Obviously, we've all seen the movie Taken, and. When you watch that movie, like, they show, like, these people just fucking, like, they drug the shit out of their bitches, and then these women die, and it's almost like nothing ever happened, because it's so easy for them to go abduct another one. Okay, there's one thing, it's one thing to accidentally murder them, it's a whole nother thing to do a professional hit on them. I mean, yeah, but if she had got... If she had gotten out and was trying to, like, live her life or, like, was trying to get away from it and they found out and they thought that she was going to tell, they would have killed her. I I don't think it's that, though. I mean, I don't necessarily... Like I said, it's not my favorite theory. I'm just... I'm supporting it because I think it's a plausible theory. Is it... Is it... Is it the most likely thing to have happened? No, but I think it's plausible. Fair enough. Okay. So... Back to the potential professional intelligence thing. Um, The other thing we have to keep in mind here is that all of the case evidence was destroyed, which would be common in a case involving a professional intelligence agency. Yeah? Right. And when they exhumed the body, her DNA didn't pop up anywhere. So nobody's reported this bitch missing. So either she was human trafficked or she was a secret agent. Because otherwise, otherwise, my third theory that we've already talked about is that she really was, like, her family didn't care about her, did not love her, didn't care at all, and I hate to think that because I think every person alive has value. Well, there's another theory. What? What if her family's dead? Or at least anybody that knows her is close about to her. Well, that fucked me up. Well, just think about it. If... <sighs> There's always the possibility that her family don't give a shit, or there's the other possibility, and the reason she got caught or got in this unfortunate situation, she doesn't have a family because they died. That's kind of freaky. <laughs> That's freaky after gonna have Jane Doe now. getting <laughs> murdered? going to have nightmares now. 
You're going to have nightmares now? Yeah. Glad I could contribute. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, your cousin contributed quite a bit, and I think you did too, because you both, like, dress up as clowns for Halloween, let me tell you. <laughs> Fucking nightmares, bro. I never dressed up as, like, a clown. I thought you did, or you, you complimented one of Davy's masks. Probably. You were like, oh man, that's a fucking sick-ass mask, bro, let me try it on. And I was like, no! I don't, I don't talk Cause like I, if that. I, if I'm not wrong, I think it was the Bubbles mask. Cause I, I, I don't think I've ever said sick when it comes <laughs> to talking about something I like. Well, I'm just saying, like, I know all of your cousin's clown mask because I, you know, I've known him for so long. I think it was the Bubbles mask and he brought it upstairs and you and him were talking about it. I was like, you need to put that shit away, sir. I do not want to see that in this fucking house. Put it in the basement. I may have said it was badass. I have used that many times. Continue. <laughs> you guys didn't see it, but Stephen just did. I don't like to use the term gay as a descriptor, but he just used the most gay fucking... He's like, continue, as he, like, does this with his glass. He's oh, like, geez. doing one of them. He, like, you know, he's doing, like, Now we're going to piss off thing. the LGBTQ... I'm bi! I cannot piss them off. There's... Absolutely no way. Well, you pissed off the L, G, not the B, T, Q. Okay, I literally just said that I don't like to use the word as a descriptor, but that's the only thing I could I could think of. Like, you know, like that really masculine but feminine, like, continue. And like, you just like, put your glass out there, tilt it a little bit, continue. Like, you know what I'm now, talking about. Now the gay guys are going to be like, I am not listening to this shit any longer. I love gay guys. They are incredible. Some of my best friends are gay guys, and I love it. Put on Chicago! <laughs> that's fucking... That's why they're not listening. They're all watching Queer Eye, not Chicago. Why? Chicago's way fucking better. I love Chicago. Did you ever watch a show called Queer as Folk? If you did, you're no. probably gay. It was basically softcore porn on TV, and let me tell Never you, watched it. I was watching this shit at like 14 years old, and like if you've ever watched Queer as Folk, you know what I'm talking about. I don't know how this shit was on YouTube at the time. I think all of it's been like blacklisted now, but I was watching full episodes of this shit on YouTube, and I was invested. Well, so that's my favorite. If we're talking about like gay dramas, that's my favorite one. I was just joking, but I fucking love musicals. Chicago's a good one. I'm sorry, guys. Um, if, if they didn't catch that you love musicals by you calling Grease a family-friendly musical... That was sarcasm. No shit! Sarcasm. These people are never going to watch our Literally podcast. Literally just described Pussy Wagon <laughs> when I was bringing up a family-friendly musical. It was what we call a joke. And now she's flipping me the bird. <laughs> I 100% am flipping you the bird, dude. Tweet, tweet. <laughs> These people are going to never listen to our podcast again. They're like, it's too sporadic. I can't stay focused. <laughs> You're right, I can't. I have ADD and ADHD. Somebody send help, please. Um, Thanks. So, we talked about how her age was really undetermined. Um, And then we talked about this C14 content method where they test C14 content on your teeth if you were alive during the time of above ground nuclear bomb testing in the 50s and 60s and based on that she was born between 70 and 72 
But I do not think so because my theory works better if she's 30, not 25. <laughs> this evidence doesn't support my theory. Let's ignore it. That's and, the way to do it. And oddly enough, guys, that's all the uh, fucking information that we have. That's it. They do not give anything else. There's just nothing else. It's just incredibly short-sighted. Like, there's nothing else extra here. That's why this case is so fucking strange. Like, very odd. Very Very odd. odd case. Do you have any theories that we haven't talked about that, like, or, like, anything to add to any of my theories? Um, hmm. I'm thinking... Ghosties. Probably ghost, yeah. Probably ghost. Ghost, also, ghost assassins. Guys, let us know if you guys want us to do an episode on this hotel in the state of Ohio, um, in Cleveland, called the Renaissance Hotel. It's, inc- it's apparently incredibly haunted. One of the uh, bartenders at my job was telling me about it, and apparently this bitch was staying at this hotel, and they just started knocking the ghosties. The ghosties just started knocking on doors and shit, like they were the police. Knocking <laughs> on doors. And, like, they kept thinking it was, like, ding-dong ditchers, and then they, like, at some point they got this weird one continuous knock, and she opened the door, and the knocking was still happening, and there was nobody there. Ghosty woasties, dude. Oh, I'm writing a, a new screenplay. Ghost cops. Ghost cops. Ghost, ghost cops. We like your license and re- registration for living. <laughs> <laughs> I'm absolutely disgusted by that. Thank you. They're the ultimate racist. They're super white. They're ghosts. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Somebody come get him, please. Super white. Super white. Kind of like that super straight thing that like picked up for a while. Super straight? That. Apparently that means that you won't that you're not attracted to trans people. I think that's kind of dumb. Like, you can be attracted to somebody and still not want to date them or still not want to, like, you know, do anything with them. But you can be attracted to them. I think that that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. I've never looked at a trans woman that was cute and been like, she's not cute because she's trans. Like, those kind of people are just assholes, dude. I've never heard of this. It's a thing. It was, like, a thing on Twitter and, like, a bunch of people got canceled for it. Fun times. Fun times. So... If you have any theories, or if you know anything, what is that, uh... It's, um, Jennifer at vg.no.com, or, uh, well, it's not a .com, it's Jennifer at vg.no, I'm sorry, I'm used to, like, how our American emails work. (laughs) Um, you could also email Stephen at unsolvedcomedies at gmail.com. You could hit him up on Twitter at DragonBlazerPro. You could hit me up on Twitter at Unsolved Comedies. Um, I believe that's actually the Twitter at. I can't we should probably change so that, huh? We should. Yeah. Think about it. It's, that got dark now. Um, and you can hit us up in our Facebook group. If you guys have not joined, please join. It is, um, what is the name of it? That Got, that dark, got dark. A true crime <laughs> podcast, and it's a group on Facebook, and we would love to have you guys in it because we would love... To hear what you guys have to say and hear what you guys think. So, if you guys have any other information, or if you just fucking hate our podcast, please tell us in the comments. You can also contact (coughs) unsolved.com as well. Yes, you can do that. If you you know anything, 
If you've ever seen this girl, if you can help solve this mystery, you can go to unsolved.com or that address she uh, just mentioned. But also probably don't, because as much as I want this case solved, it feels like if you were to, like, expose whatever this was, you could, like, end up dead, so. Oh, yeah, maybe don't do that. Like, you know what I'm talking about. Like, this this case hasn't been solved That's in 25 true. years. We don't think there's a reason. If there's an intelligence agency, maybe maybe we're in danger. Don't fucking say that shit. <laughs> Don't scare me. I'll shut this podcast down right now. <laughs> also, guys, um, just so you're all aware, we will be trying to upload bi-weekly now, every two weeks. Um, I do have some cases lined up. I want to cover um, a case about a girl named Alyssa Turney. Um, so I think that's going to be hopefully our next episode. We might do an unsolved mysteries episode in between there but i do really want to cover that because it's gonna leave steven shook and that's what i live for shook <laughs> shooketh shooketh um and if you guys have any case recommendations please also contact us at any one of those outlets anything any else any anything else you want to say uh no um just you know fuck that got dark yeah it did thanks buddy um thank you guys so much for listening and have a fantastic evening and please don't end up on one of our podcasts please (laughs) there's a man who leads a life of danger Everyone he meets, he stays a stranger. Whatever move he makes, another chance he takes. Odds are he won't live to see tomorrow. Secret agent man, secret agent man, they giving you a number and taking away your name. That you find A pretty face can hide An evil mind Oh, be careful what you say Or you give yourself away Odds are you won't live to see tomorrow
Tomorrow. 